Welcome to Rise Through Style, a podcast for women stepping into their next level selves by styling their lives, businesses, bodies, and closets. I'm Christy Russell, image consultant, CEO, and media style expert. I help women embrace their bodies, take ownership of their desires, and create an authentic style that represents who they are. I'm here to provide you with guidance and inspiration to help you rise to your highest and best self through style. Let's jump in. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to the podcast. We are on season two, episode number two. I'm so excited to be officially starting season two. I can't remember if I mentioned that in my last podcast or not, but I'm pumped to be here, pumped about starting a second season. And today I'm really excited to be talking to you about three fears that are holding you back from growing your business. And the reason I wanted to share this is because I have had these exact fears when growing mine. And it was these three things that once I released in a big way, allowed me to move forward because fear is such a detrimental thing to an entrepreneur. I mean, as if growing a business isn't hard enough, we also have to deal with all the mindset stuff and drama that comes up for us that makes us feel like less than or makes us feel wrong for doing the things that we want to do and the doing the things that we also need to do in order to grow our business in the first place. And, you know, it was something that, oh my God, it took me years like years to understand these three concepts and know how to deal with them a little bit more effectively so that I wasn't holding myself back because I definitely was the entrepreneur initially when I started my styling business that would, you know, throw things out into the world and hope and pray and wish that someone would want to work with me or want to start some kind of service or package and, It just left me feeling so down half the time because I had this burning desire to help people and yet my inbox was empty, (laughs) my phone didn't ring, and it left me questioning my sanity. Honestly, it left me questioning my sanity and it left me questioning whether I was actually going to make this happen. So much so, and maybe some of you can relate to this, but so much so, I actually went and registered for a new, new schooling altogether and was going to abandon styling. That's how low I felt about my business when I first began. And this is something I feel like no entrepreneurs really talk about greatly in depth. You know, we always see the highlight reel and we see how wonderful things are now, like now that they're at the six figures or multi six figures or whichever. And it just sometimes seems like this unattainable thing when you are beginning or you're working your side hustle. You know, people are talking about seven figures and multi six figures. And you're thinking, okay, well, I'm not even like, I'm not even doing my thing full time, let alone doing the multi six figure thing. Right. And it can just feel all overwhelming. And like you miss the memo on how to run your business. And that's totally how I felt too. Like, I just felt like I wasn't good enough and things were just never going to pick up traction for me. And I was beyond frustrated because I knew that I had the skill set to make things work with my clients. I knew I could get them their results. So when I was looking at like how I was trying to put myself out there, my thought was, what the hell am I doing wrong? (laughs) Right? Like, why is this not working? And, uh, you know, that was something I would vent about to like my girlfriends or to Sean, bless his heart, or to anyone that would listen for the longest time because it was oh my God, it was so frustrating, guys. So any entrepreneurs that understand that frustration or maybe you're going through it currently, 
uh, screenshot this, like tag me on social media, let me know. Because again, I, I really feel like, you know, this doesn't really get talked about, like the struggle of getting started or, you know, really growing your business in a way that feels good. And so that's why I wanted to talk about three fears that I really feel held me back. And through the business coaching that I have been doing uh, for my clients, and even when I had started doing business coaching with myself and my coach, these were things that were coming up on a regular basis and I had to work through and has completely shifted the way that my business operates now. And I'm so grateful for that because it's just been a wonderful learning experience and, and made me take a whole new lease on life uh, and in, in my business in general. So I wanted to share these three things with you. And again, if you guys are sharing or going through any of these in particular, like please hit me up, DM me on Instagram, let me know. I'd love to hear your feedback on this and just know you're definitely not alone. So the first fear that holds us back from business, and actually this trickles into our style as well, is imposter syndrome. Now, this is something that's talked about on, I think it's, I feel like it's getting more traction overall through social media and just in articles and, and videos and stuff in general. More people are starting to talk about imposter syndrome. This feeling like, oh my God, I'm not good enough. Or, oh my gosh, like I kind of feel like a fraud. Like, you know, maybe people aren't going to think I'm as good as, you know, I, I believe I am. Or like maybe they're going to see I don't I don't have as enough education in contrast to XYZ person I see online. Or, you know, you just have this feeling of unworthiness, right? Like someone's going to catch on that you're like, you're not who you say you are, right? And this is a very real and extremely triggering thing to deal with when you are growing your business. And I felt like this all the time when I started. I would look at other people online and I would see how successful they were or I would look to mentors that I had and I'd be like, oh my gosh, like how am I ever going to get my business to be where they are? Like they're successful. So obviously I'm not going to be that way. You know, they're already doing the things that I want to do. There's obviously not enough room for me in the market. Like these were all narratives that I was uh, telling myself. And I felt like, you know, every time that I wanted to share something, I was either annoying people or I didn't really feel like I, you know, what I was providing was valuable or it wasn't really helpful for people. And, you know, when we're in this state of imposter syndrome, it is a really low vibe, like terribly saddening, depressing kind of energy. And I know any of you that have experienced this can relate because it just makes you want to give up and it stops you from creating in your business. It stops you from creating in your business. But really, this is all just one large umbrella of fear and one large umbrella of overall just feeling unworthy, right? And a lot of the time that can be for a few reasons. One of them being that sometimes we feel this way because we're beginning a new journey, right? And sometimes we're comparing our journey, our first steps, or even our midway steps to someone that's been doing this for years and years and years, and they're on their like two millionth step, right? So we're in this comparison-itis, and that is what tends to bring up this feeling of imposter syndrome a lot of the time, because we are comparing our journey to someone else's or comparing our voice and our marketing and our tactics and our gifts and the way that we want to present our services, products, or offerings to somebody else. And of course, the beautiful thing, not only about style, but business as well, is you get to do it your way. 
You get to do it your way. And how beautiful that the way you do things, what's interesting to you, your take on, you know, how to do a service or share a product or whichever is not like, you know, Polly the influencer or someone else that you're watching online. That is your actual magic, right? But when we get so micro-focused on somebody else and what everybody else is doing, we forget our own worthiness. And this is when the imposter syndrome starts to creep in. So I really had to be honest with myself about how I was spending my time when I started feeling like an imposter. And for me in particular, what I recognized over the years is that I experience it the most when I am consuming content, consuming more than I am actually creating. And what I mean by that is I'm spending far too much time scrolling social media and not that getting inspiration and filling your cup is bad because that is good. But when you're over consuming and you're going down a rabbit hole and you're checking out what everyone else in your field or industry is doing, it is a recipe for disaster. And this is something I have to remind myself of all of the time, but I really had to reel myself in, clean my side of the street up and get back into the mode of creating. Because when you have your head down, you're doing the things that you know your people need and that you know light you up and light your people up. You have no time to compare and get into imposter syndrome because you're in such a beautiful state of creation. And I had to really come back to this and something I actually heard, I think it was Amanda Francis said, she said that if you're a leader, which you are as an entrepreneur, welcome. (laughs) If you're a leader, then lead. Don't consume content that has nothing to do with you. You can, of course, get your inspiration and all of that stuff, like I mentioned, is important. But focus on creation. Focus on leading. Focus on using your voice to better the lives of the other people around you and your clients that need you. That is a really quick recipe to get out of imposter syndrome because imposter syndrome happens when we're focusing on ourselves and not on others, right? We're in this like microscope of what we're doing and, you know, we're laser focused on you know, something so small in particular of what everyone else is doing. And we're not focusing on the bigger picture of what we're doing and how our people need us and how we can serve. So get into a mode of service right away, start creating. And I promise you that will nip imposter syndrome very quickly in the butt. It's not like it's a one and done and you'll never experience it again. But I promise you, if you get out of that mindset, because it just is a mindset, honestly, and this took me ages to understand, honestly, you will unleash the power of your business. It makes such a difference. Now, the next thing to consider or that held me back in terms of a fear in my business was selling too much. And this was something, actually, I remember getting emails back in the day when I first started my business. And this just shows like the growth of money mindset and being an entrepreneur in general. But I remember opening some emails from uh, coaches and like really like multi-millionaire marketing experts and stuff that I would follow back in the day. And I always remember opening the emails and I'm like, ew, they're selling in their email. Like it was kind of like this, how dare they (laughs) sort of feeling uh, that I had when I opened their email. And when I look back at that now, I'm like, oh my gosh, but of course, like I was in such a poverty mindset, such a lack of mentality. There was no abundance in terms of my mindset back in the day. And it was silly of me to think that a business, which is what you are, what an entrepreneur is, wouldn't sell 
right? Like you don't expect Nordstrom to open or a gas station to open and not sell something. That is their sole purpose for being around. They are only open to sell you things, right? They're only open to sell you things. And it's no different for a small business. Whether you want to or not, you are now in the business of sales. And this made me incredibly uncomfortable because I had a very icky feeling around it when I had started my business. And I was like, like, I don't know, like people are going to think I'm sleazy or I just want money and blah, blah, blah. But the reality is, is I can't do my mission. I can't serve. I can't help. I can't um, grow as a business if I don't produce any money right? That is the reality of the situation. And, you know, buying money or buying money, my apologies, um, having someone pay you is just an exchange of value. It doesn't mean anything. Of course, I'm going to get paid for something just like you would, or you go to a retailer and you pay them something for like a, a sweater, let's say, for example, or a pair of pants, or, you know, you're going to a restaurant and you're paying them for the service of the food that they provide and the, the customer service and all those things. And it's no different for a business. If someone's paying me, it's for an exchange of value. I don't feel bad about that. Um, even my coach has said, um, like, you're welcome. When someone buys from her, she's like, you're welcome. Thank You're welcome for having me solve your problem, right? She has a great mentality about how people, you know, uh, purchase from her and she's super successful as a result. So I really had to shift my mindset around selling because what I was doing before was I would just throw out all of this value all over the place. And like, I know I provide value to my audience. Like they get a lot of information from me. And I would, you know, I'd put it out there and then I would be like, of course, someone's going to buy from me as a result. Like people are going to be like, oh, of course, this is really valuable. I'm going to want to buy from her. But it just doesn't work like that. It just doesn't work. Your people are waiting for you to tell them about something that they can buy in order to work with you. And that comes through a form of selling. So even if you're talking to, you know, a uh, like a potential client about something that you're offering. It doesn't have to come across in this icky manner. You're just really talking about your passions and how you know you can change their world. It doesn't have to be gross. And this was something that really took me a long time to do, especially because every time I post on social, I was like, oh my God, people are, you know, they're going to think I'm like, I'm selling too much. Like I've already posted once today. Like they're going to think that's so gross because I posted about it yesterday too. And here's the reality that I had to really get a grip on. Number one, I provide a ton of value across all of my social platforms. There's a ton of tips in my videos, in my podcasts, on my Instagram feed, on my TikTok, like everywhere. A ton. And a lot of people land in my DMs saying how much my information has changed your life, which honestly lights me up like no other. So if I go to also sell something that I know will help them deep dive further and really catapult and change their life, I'm not going to feel badly about it. And if someone says like, oh, you shouldn't be selling, which by the way, I've never had someone say just FYI, my response would be, well, then here you can go for all of the free content you want and consume it to your heart's delight. I'm not going to feel bad about selling something and neither should you, right? You're giving something to your audience. You're providing them with a lot of information and tangible tips they can take right away. So of course, as a result, you have the right to ask for a sale from them as a result. And that's the mindset I come from as well, because A, I have to put food on my table. <laughs> B, if people want me to still create the things that give them value, again, I have to be able to make money doing so. And when I'm doing it from a place of giving a ton of information in the process, there's no reason to feel bad about it. 
no reason to feel bad about it. And anyone that does, like the me when I was in my 20s where I'm like, ew, that's kind of icky, they'll fall out of your world anyway. It's not like I aggressively emailed back being like, you shouldn't sell. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my God. Um, like I would never do that. I would just, I would leave their world. And sometimes that happens, but I don't look at that as a bad thing. If someone un unsubscribes from my mailing list or my YouTube channel or anything, like I don't, I don't know. I, I don't look at it as a bad thing. I just look at it as, well, now my community is one step closer to all the people that get it and want to be in my world and my energy and my vibe. And that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I wish the people that left well. There's no, there's no animosity there, no ill will, nothing like that. They're just not my vibe or I'm not there. It's totally, totally fine, right? And this is something, again, it took me a really long time to get around this beautiful, fine balance with feeling like I wasn't selling too much. And now I've come to a much more grounded place with this, but it really took some time and there's definitely a finesse behind this. So if this is actually something you guys want to work on, my Aligned Empire program uh, closes for registration this week, but it's a six week live program where I actually walk through how to grow your business, how to scale it in a way that doesn't feel icky. So we're not talking about ads and like funnels and, and all these like marketing tactics. Like that's just not my style. I don't use ads. Like that's not my thing. Um, but this is the blueprint for how I've grown my business in, or, in, or, in an organic way that feels good, that lights me up, that's allowed me more freedom, uh, more money and beautiful people that I'm helping in my world. Like honest to God, guys, like even if you could just look at my rise through style society alone, the women in there are just next level. Like I love them so much. And every time I get the opportunity to work with people in my programs, it is just, oh my God, it's like the best thing ever. So if you want to really learn how to do sales, how to grow your business, how to get to maybe your first six figures, or even how to get out of your side hustle, because I've been there, hashtag been there, <laughs> and get your business to a feel good place so you're working on it full time, I'd love to help you with that. You really get a lot of access to me throughout this program, because like I said, it's all live. You get to ask me questions throughout the way, and you get live Q&A afterwards. You even get a private phone call with me afterwards. Uh, to talk about like your business or your hustle in particular, which is really, really great. And there's even an option if you want to be a VIP about it and do a mastermind, which is really cool. But I'm going to give you the blueprint, the specific tools and things that I use now and what I used initially to grow my business and still grow my business in a way that's not icky. It allows me to, you know, crush these fears that I'm talking about and so much more. It's just such a beautiful deep dive. So I'd love to have you again. Registration closes this Friday. Uh, so you can go to fashiontranslated.com forward slash the dash aligned dash empire. And you can read all about it. I will also leave it linked down below. But honestly, guys, it is such a beautiful program. I'm super happy about it. And I created it because these were the things that I was struggling with. And when I started my business, nobody was offering tools like this to help me. And I kept looking at all of these like fancy marketing tactics online. And I was like, oh, my God, this is this is so overwhelming and it doesn't feel like me and I don't want to do this. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I tried to make it a lot more clear and a lot more feel good and just do it from an aligned, beautiful place. So you can focus on the things that you know your people need and that you got into business for in the first place. Okay. Now the next thing that I find holds a lot of people back is what should I charge, right? The fear of your prices and like what to charge for yourself. And again, this was something I very much struggled with. I was the classic undercharger when I first began. I would make packages for my clients when I was styling them 
And I would put together these elaborate packages that were beautiful, but would also take me between the back end and my actual time with the clients would probably take me around 35 hours, if not longer. <laughs> and then, oh my God, the, so the, the regular price of it would be around like $500, which is still insanely like far too low. It was ridiculous. But I had this mindset that if I lowered my price, more people would come. And this is something that screws with a lot of entrepreneurs and it screwed with me for the longest time. And so I would send out these emails, like sharing everyone that like, you could buy this beautiful package where I'd give you all the things and I would discount it to like $350 for 35 hours worth of work. Not that those uh, clients understood that that's how much long or time went into it. But I was totally fine with that. And I was convinced that this was the way to grow my business. And that pricing for sure was the, the, the key that would lead me to a larger, a larger business and more money. And guys, I just about killed myself. I was, I was super busy. Don't get me wrong. And it wasn't because of the pricing. Like I was at a point where my business was growing anyway, but my pricing was killing me. It was killing me. I was working around the clock. I was driving all over Southern Ontario um, to, to style everyone. And of course that felt good, but I couldn't figure out why for the life of me, I could not make my business a, at that time, full-time because I didn't have enough money, uh, to replace like my day job that I had. And then I couldn't figure out why I was so freaking burnt out. I'm like, how do people make this work into a full-time job and, and, and all these things. But it was my mental block around what to charge. I really felt like lower prices was the way to go. And don't get me wrong, there was a time and place for all of those things. But, you know, my fear was that if I charge more, all of a sudden my whole business would just go completely desolate and I would have absolutely nobody left. And it's just not true. It's just not true. And this was something that was so hard for me to understand. And actually, when I first started uh, working with my business coach, I remember when I told her my fee, she laughed at me because <laughs> she was like, oh, my God, that's really low. And it was the first time that it really like I, I kind of like shook my head and I was like, oh, my God, like, wow, I, I, I get to charge more for the value that I provide. And again, this is something that you can really sit with and maybe journal on with yourself about what are the results that you provide your clients with, right? What are the tangible takeaways that they have in their life? Like how have you transformed their life as a result of your product, your offering, or uh, like your service that you're providing with people? And when you start looking at that, including your time, the things that you have to spend on the back end of things, you know, the fee itself can start to grow a lot more from that with the value that you're exchanging for that. And when I really started to marinate on this concept further, I really realized shockingly how much I was impacting my business negatively by worrying that I was uh, going to charge too much and that my business would, you know, hit the ground as a result of having a higher fee. And I got to tell you, honestly, the opposite was true. When I started to get more of a backbone and really charge my worth, the opposite happened. My business started growing. I started to feel more divinely compensated. Like the energy felt equal. Uh, I mean, I was still working more hours in the beginning because I was getting my business off the ground, but I was finally, guys, I was finally able to quit my side hustle. And that was just one of the reasons, like obviously there's more to it. But one of the reasons was I started charging adequately and got out of the negative money mindset of feeling like I had to undercharge myself or do a really low fee in order to make things grow or happen for me. And I'm sharing that just because, again, it's so 
common, so common. Some of the stylists that have been in my aligned empire or even coaches that have been in my aligned empire or even my personal styling programs when we get into fees and, and what to charge and all that stuff, it's amazing like our, our old money mindset programming that comes up and what we feel we're worth. And again, that kind of ties into the imposter syndrome we talked about earlier in this podcast, but wow, our money stories that we have underneath and what we think we're worthy of really are just, they can be really dangerous if we don't look at them more closely. So if you're worried about what to charge, again, look at the value that you're providing with your clients. Like what do they get, right? Um, and you're, again, you're looking at your time and all the things that would go into making those services happen. And that can give you a better idea of what you might need to charge for that, right? And again, this is something I would go into more in depth uh, and more specifics, sorry, as more specifics in the Aligned Empire program, which I'd love to have you guys a part of. But these three things honestly changed my life and changed my business. And uh, I, you know, if, again, if these three fears resonated with you, I would love for you to screenshot it, share it on your stories on Instagram. Let me know that this resonated because I feel like, again, it doesn't get talked about a lot. And it needs to, we need to be more open about not just the highlight reel, but the struggle bus that helped us get there and mold us into who we are today. So again, I would love to have you join my Aligned Empire program. I will leave the link for it in the show notes and I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would be honored if you would leave me a review on iTunes. And if you really loved it, please be sure to share it and tag me on social media, which is at Christy Russell, to let me know. I'm always so excited to hear your thoughts. Sending you guys all the love to the moon and back, and I'll see you in the next episode.